gone through this study, we have read 41 chapters. And so far, we have just been seeing these two themes coming over and over again. The first theme is obedience. And the second theme is the consequences of disobedience. We see the first consequence of disobedience in Adam and Eve when they disobeyed. They were sent out of the Garden of Eden. We see the consequence of disobedience in the life of Cain and Abel. The sacrifice of Cain was rejected. That of Abel was accepted. We see the consequences of sin when Cain decided to kill his brother. We also see another consequence where Cain was banished and was declared a vagabond. We see the consequences of mass disobedience when God destroyed the earth with flood, the first destruction. Then we see obedience, obedience, obedience. And there is this thing about those who are obedient. Is either they are killed by those who are disobedient or they are saved. Now, when I'm saying saved, it means, oh, they had a very good end, uh, a very good end where God pronounced them righteous and upright in their generation. So I, I, I just was reflecting and I'm like, okay, these are the things we have been reading so far. We have read 41 chapters and the story, it's either, it's, it's always on one of, one of the sides of those two things. Righteousness and disobedience, obedience and disobedience, righteousness and sin. And it's interesting. It's interesting. So far, we can say the Bible is just a Bible, it's just a book that points us to obedience. It shows us the reward of obedience and it also shows us the reward of disobedience. Going through today's chapter, that's chapter 42, I I got to understand that which God said is the law and the prophet. That is, do unto man what you would have man do unto you. Oh, I saw that. And the study is quite emotional. It's quite emotional because now there was weeping now they could reflect now the brothers of joseph could understand they could put their 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 legs in the shoes of joseph now they understood what it felt like to be threatened they understood this time around and it's very interesting it is very interesting if only they obeyed they would have not found themselves in this position. They wouldn't have. They would not. Hi, my name is Uwa Femi, and you are welcome to the Gospel Space. Yes, Genesis chapter 42. A very interesting record preserved for us to learn from. Very interesting one. Let us go straight into the study. Let us study together. Joseph's brothers go to Egypt. When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, Jacob said to his sons, 
Why do you look at one another? And he said, Indeed, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to that place and buy for us there that we may not that we may live and not die. So Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grains in Egypt. But Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers. For he said, Lest some calamity befall me. And the sons of Israel went to get grains. And those who journeyed, for the famine went in the land of Canaan. Yesterday we read that the famine was all over the face of the earth. My, can, can, can we see how Egypt began to make a name for themselves? How they started to have a booming economy, even as, as far back as this record, even as far back as this record. Now, Joseph was governor over the land, and it was he who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. Hallelujah! Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, Where do you come from? Now, um, we, we see that despite the position Joseph was put in as the governor, we can still see that servant leadership trait in him. He is governor. What is he looking in, in the forefront of the sale of food? What? These days, I can imagine... The governors we have, the governor of Lagos, the governor of Ugo State, do you think they will be the one uh, in the forefront of sharing palliatives? No. Oh, no, no, no. They will be too big. They will be too big. No, no, no. I have executives who will do that. No, I have these people who will do that. But here we see Joseph. Even after being given the authority that Pharaoh gave him, he was still at the forefront of the execution of all the discharge of these grains that he stored. It's very interesting. I remember what Jesus said. He says, for you to be a leader, you first have to serve. For it is when you serve, you will be a better leader. You would know how to be compassionate to slaves, to servant, servants, to helps. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. So Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. Imagine, it's well over 15 years because we read that Joseph was now well over 30. He was well over 30. And when did they send him to the land of Egypt? When he was 17. So it's quite a number of years, quite a number of years. You know, he, he already increased in uh, stature, is now fit, he has physique. And now the king, the pharaoh of Egypt is now, now cluttered him with chains and rings to show authority. Though. And 
all of these things would not make his brothers surely recognize him it wouldn't so they couldn't recognize him they couldn't recognize him then just uh, then joseph said to his brothers you are spies you have come to see the nakedness of the land and they said to him no my lord but your servants have come to buy food we are all one man's sons we are honest men your servants are not spies <laughs> i can imagine one brow <laughs> of joseph's eye going up the moment they said we are honest men he go go say what are you kidding me then he said to them no but you have come to see the nakedness of the land and he said your servants are 12 brothers the sons of one man in the land of Canaan and in fact the youngest is with our father today and one is no more but joseph said to them it is as i spoke to you saying you are spies in this manner you shall be tested by the life of pharaoh you shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here send one of you and let him bring your brother and you shall be kept in prison that your words may be tested to see whether there is any truth in you or else by the life of fear surely you are spies so he put them all together in prison 3 days now the what i noticed was he he was speaking in the authority of fear he didn't swear to god he didn't swear in god's name he, didn't, he, he, he only spoke in authority of fear mm, that's interesting then joseph said to them the third day do this and leave for i fear god if you are honest men let one of your brothers be confined to your prison house but you go and carry grain for the famine of your houses and bring your young uh, your youngest brother to me so your word will be verified and you shall not die and they did so then they said to one another we are truly guilty concerning our brother for we <clears throat> for we saw the anguish in his soul when he pleaded with us and we would not hear therefore this distress has come to us and Reuben answered them saying did i not speak to you saying do not sin against the boy and you went and you would not listen therefore behold the blood is now required of us but they did not know that joseph understood them for he spoke to them through an interpreter and he turned himself away from them and wept then he returned to them again and talked with them and he took simeon from them and bound him before their eyes now his brothers were feeling guilty and they said something very interesting at that point when they were selling him joseph was actually weeping pleading crying he was pleading for mercy from his brother from his own bloods can you imagine that scene my 
they were really cold to even think they wanted to kill him they were very cold and I, I don't know I don't know now they are put in a similar position now this position is even well that I, I can't say it's lighter but they are now put in a similar position and their hearts were troubled they stayed in prison for three days they stayed in prison for three days and they were troubled now the trouble they were having this time was a trouble of guilt was a trouble of guilt now they understood they had a glimpse of what joseph went through the moment 10 of them well nine of them were intending to kill him probably were planning to kill him and when they sold him can you see what joseph faced and despite this occurrence in his life he still retained a cheerful spirit the moment he was a servant he remained so cheerful he appeared so cheerful that potiphar his master saw him and said god is with him my dear friends this is a lesson to you and it's a lesson to me no matter what we are faced or what we are facing it shouldn't cause us to wear a gloom on our faces it shouldn't but instead we should look up to god to give us peace and when he gives us peace we must endeavor to appear bright for we are representatives of christ on earth then joseph gave a command to fill their sacks with grains to restore every man's money in his sack and to give them provisions for the journey thus he did this for them so they loaded their donkeys with the grain and departed from there but as one of them opened the sack to give his donkey feed as the encampment encampment he saw his money and there it was in the mouth of the sack so he said to his brothers my money has been restored and there it is in my sack then their hearts failed and they were afraid saying to one another what is this god has done to us then they went to jacob their father in the land of canaan and told him all that had happened to them saying the man who is in the land who is the lord of the land spoke roughly to us and took us for spies in the country but we said to him we are honest men we are not spies we are 12 brothers sons of one father and one of our brothers is no more and the youngest is with our father this day in the land of canaan then the man the lord of the country said to us by this i will know that you are honest men leave one of your brothers here with me take food for the farming of your households and be gone and bring your youngest brother to me so i shall know that you are not spies but that you are honest men i will grant your brother to you 
and you may trade in the land. Then it happened as they <coughs> emptied their sack that surprisingly every man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw that the bundles of money saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob their father said to them, You have bereaved me. Joseph is no more. Simeon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin? All these things are against me. Then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Kill my two sons. You remember the lesson that we've learned of extreme statements. Oh, Laban, anybody you find that idol with, kill that person. And we are here reading that the sons of Jacob did not learn from the statements their father made. They didn't learn. Then Reuben spoke to his father, saying, Kill my two sons if I do not bring him back to you. Put him in my hands and I will bring him back to you. But he said, My son shall not go down with you. For his brother is dead and is left alone. If any calamity should befall him along the way in which you go, then you would bring me down. Uh, then you will bring down my grey hair with sorrow to the grave. Jacob no grief. Jacob was afraid. Because now Benjamin was the son of his old age. He couldn't afford to let go of another son who might be in the danger of calamities along the way or unknown dangers when he gets to the land of Egypt. Hmm. It's very interesting. Now, I would like to mention another thing. Is Jacob not a friend of God also? Doesn't Jacob serve the living God? Do you see that despite his worship of the living God, he also still suffered the famine that every other nation on earth suffered? No, there was no speciality. There was no speciality that, oh, Jacob is obedient. Jacob is this. No, 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 no. When this famine comes, all of a sudden, just one kind way, his own seeds will just be germinating no no even the righteous they partook in this famine they partook in a famine and there's also something to take note of if jacob wasn't wise in economy do you think they would have money to buy food Note that the vision, the dream, was given to Pharaoh of Egypt, not to anybody outside Egypt. No, it was given to Pharaoh. He was the only one, he, the king, Joseph, the wise men, and the sorcerers were the only ones that were aware of the famine, the seven years of famine. No other nation knew about it. And that's including that's including the nations of Israel. That is including the nation of Canaan. 
they didn't know. So, if Isaac, sorry, if Jacob wasn't wise in his spending, do you think, do you think they would have anything to use to purchase food? Do you see that the Bible also teaches economy? We will never stop learning from the Bible. We will never stop learning from the Bible. Everything, every instruction that we need to guide us through our journey on this earth is provided for us in the word of God. Let us be diligent as to our searching of the scriptures. Let us come with a heart of obedience, a heart that is desirous to do all that God is ready to instruct us. Oh, and we would have a life of peace. A life of peace. Peace that surpasses human understanding. I do pray you have a wonderful day. I pray that these words that we have heard from the mouth of God will continually guide our hearts. That our actions may be actions of righteousness. Do have a wonderful day and God bless you. Thank you.